This episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. It certainly is because eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. If you're somebody like me who cannot cook to save their little lives, it's a game changer. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in, wait for it, just two minutes. Plus, you'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You can pick from two minute meals where you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. With pancakes, smoothies, and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And Factor Meals are ready to heat and eat. They're ready. There's no prepping. There's no cooking. There's no chopping up veggies. None of that stuff. If you're like me and you're busy, whack on a podcast, whack these in, and they're ready to go. Nothing for you to do. No cleanup either. And the great thing is it's flexible for your schedule. So you can get as much or as little as you need when choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime if anything changes. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. So sign up and save. Factor is less expensive than takeaway and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash TWTW50 and use code TWTW50 to get 50% off. That's code TWTW50 at factormeals.com slash TWTW50 to get 50% off. Hello, I'm Grongy Maguire and this is Chantelle Fiducian Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the, the way, way they were. Hi, Chantal. Hi, Grania. How are you? Oh, we're in the wonderful month of March. Oh, well, you know how you and I feel about March. We're in the March of doing nothing, marching <laughs> towards doing nothing aside from St. Patrick's Day. So oh, okay. if you're so, listening, you better be in, everyone. So we did discuss that March should be the official staying in month. Mm-hmm. But then I thought March Madness. That's true. <laughs> there is <March laughs> This is going to happen every week of March and it's going to turn out to be the most expensive month in me and Grania's year. As mad. As have a reason to celebrate everything. <laughs> as mad as a March hare. I don't know what that means. I just have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, spring is, spring is on the way. There is that. Oh. So we can spend March staying in getting slim, getting ready for the summertime that's coming. It's on the way. You know what I've been thinking? I've been thinking a lot about this. Here she comes. I don't like summer. Here we are. And what a I surprise. D- no, 
you know what I've been thinking about summer is such a needy season it is a bit needy needy. I feel like all the other seasons are like spring are like if you want but you don't have to an ocean was like you could do this but you don't have to winter is day in summer is like why aren't you leaving the house it does it's a it's a guilt season I feel guilty every single day that I'm that I'm not out in the summer if it's sunny outside and I'm inside I feel dreadful about it. And it is like a friend that's like, hey, we haven't hung out in a while. Can you come out? And I'm like, oh, no, I just want to go home. Mm. Or it's the friend that you always wish would cancel on you, but it yeah. doesn't. The sun never cancels on you. Oh. But don't worry. It's only March, guys. And we're, we're, <laughs> so we're in England. We live in March. London. So we yeah. have until July. <laughs> what I'll say is, right now, I, spoiler alert, we have recorded this slightly before this slightly date. Before. But I'm just assuming you're listening to this and it's cloudy, mm-hmm. and it's maybe dark, mm-hmm. and you're going, oh, God, I've turned the lights on already. Mm-hmm. And that can quite feel quite, like, heavy. And instead, yeah. just think of it as, like, the sky is a great big duvet. Yeah, too. And it's saying, I think you're right. snuggle in. Because this is the month everyone starts getting a bit exhausted with it being cold, a bit mm-hmm. exhausted, as you say, of dark nights. But come into the world Grania and I are giving you. Enjoy this month of staying in nonstop. Enjoy the grayness. You will honestly, you will miss this in a couple of months. Yeah. You'll when, want this. When it's all like, oh, hey, do you want to go canoeing? Oh, there's another festival this weekend. Oh. Again. Come have some apple cider in the park. Mm-mm, Ugh. Mm-mm. Speaking of somebody that you want to spend more time with. There she is. Oh. The segues are getting better if you haven't noticed everyone. Thank you. Thank You're you. You're welcome. This guest, I think she's the funniest Australian I've ever met. And she's our first Antipodean guest that we yes. had live from a different continent. This was our first cross-continent recording. It was very exciting. Oh my God. A little satellite was involved. Can you imagine? That's right. It was like 7pm for us, 7am oh for her, but we were God. set on the same vibe. We were on different days, but the same vibe. It was a big Honestly, moment. Get ready. Get ready. For- our amazing guest. It is the funniest Australian that has ever Australian. It is Michelle Brazier. The way they were. Hi, Michelle. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. And I'm really good. I'm good. I've walked the dog. I I've, I had a fight with a truck driver. I'm, I've had a big day. It's oh. only 8.30. My God. I know. Yeah. How are you guys? That's amazing. That's like a more impressive Mark Wahlberg list of things he does in the morning. Like forget about meditate, exercise, walk the dog and have a fight with the truck driver. It's it's just something we do in Australia every morning. Oh, I see. It's an Antipodean thing. It's cultural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your morning practice. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, that's how we get to be um, such such a beautiful country. So this is very exciting. You are our first... Australian guest. <gasps> Am I really? It's not right. I'm not yeah. blanking out on anybody. You I are. Think first. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. This is the first one. Wow. It's a big deal. Do I sound exotic to you? I mean, we have Australians in London. <laughs> okay, you can humour me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard, I've never heard a real one though. You know, they're all fake London ones. So this is the real deal. They, we only, we've only heard sellout Australians. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, cowards. Cowards who couldn't handle the real Australia. That's right. <laughs> so I can't wait to find out the Australian take on love and romance. It's very it's exciting. exciting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you think yeah. do you think you're romantic people? I mean, possibly more than than you guys. I think we we are slightly more towards the American on in terms of like 
public displays of affection or, you know, traditional romance, you guys are a bit more like, oh, God. It, we're, we're different, but I, I think I'm a big romantic. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Tell us I more. I don't know. I want, I want romance in everything. Like anytime, like if I like see an old man cross the road, I'm like, wow, I should write a poem about this. Like yes. I'm an absolute nightmare. And then in terms of like traditional romance, like if I'm cooking, I'll just wait for my partner to come and like put his arm around my stomach from behind while I'm cooking. Like, I'm like, that's why I'm cooking because that's what you're meant to do. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, do you understand? Like you're my scene partner and we're doing this. It's a movie. Like, and you have like a song ready and you keep starting it over again for him to walk in the room at the same time. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I'm like, come on. Oh my God. He's missed his cue. That's fine. We'll go again. (laughs) So how long have you, how long have you and your partner been together? Like, did you have like romantic meet cute? How did you guys know? Yes, we did. So we've been together for Cute. eight years. We met doing Legally Blonde the musical. <gasps> I was playing Elle Woods and he was playing Warner Huntington the Third. Oh, and he's playing Warner. Okay, yeah. so you got to be rude to him on stage. Nice. Yes. So he he broke up with me every night on stage, and then yeah, there's a there's a bit at the end where Elle like Warner proposes to Elle when she's had all her success. Spoiler, and. Uh, you you know she sort of sings a nice song to him and is like thank you but no mm-hmm. but like by the end of the run I was like holding his hand and like just kind Aww. of like really like into him and I was like oh no this is happening Aww. oh that's yeah, it was great quite, yeah it was quite sweet it was very and then like our first day we'd been talking I was really busy and really overworked and I was like I just want to crawl into a fort and he was like what would be your perfect fort and I described it and then the first time I went to his place I went there and he had made he'd built the fort in his room oh um, my god yeah yeah so I've got incredibly high standards oh, oh. wow well you've met your match though I love yeah. it oh my yeah. god I'm so jealous is like seriously reconsidering <laughs> her marriage <laughs> oh my god can I just say this is something I feel very passionately about I am sick of like the stereotype of Australians as being it's like you know like a like a laddie nation I think you need to rebrand yourselves as one romantics and two bloody prestige film actors it's true that's true prestige film actors you've got your guy pierce you've got your margot robbie yeah australia tourist board if you're listening enough with the whole like (laughs) oh we're good we're laugh barbecue surfing stop bringing up surfing so much I think I Australia has taken over serves. England for like prestige actors. I think it's like it's yes, more known for. Thank it. you. That's all so England nice. has left is like Kate Winslet's doing a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> she is doing a lot of heavy lifting. Although I did just see All of Us Strangers, and that was some beautiful acting. That was. Stunning. But do you know Paul Meskel, Australian? What? No. <laughs> oh, Let's spread a rumor. In his heart, <laughs> well, spiritually, yeah. spiritually, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Don't fuck with me." And, <laughs> and the annoying, sweaty guy from Fleabag, Australian. The both Australian. Australian. Yeah. Did you just say annoying? No, Andrew Scott. No. If you're listening, oh Andrew Scott, God. you you need to step away from the box hair dye. I thought I was alone in the kind of I don't get the big deal with Andrew Scott and finding out what? that Gronya is on my team. You have to go and see all of us strangers. Have you seen it? No, no. Oh, <laughs> Our producer God. just quit because she's <laughs> she's obviously part of the Andrew Scott crew. Abigail, she's Louise. Andrew Scott is brilliant. He's so good, and I think he's very sexy. 
Sorry. Listen, you can't trust good-looking Irish men. So, as always, beautiful Chantelle does not know the couple that Michelle and I are both visualising in our minds right now. But don't worry, Chantelle. You're about to find out with the help okay. of some clues. So I can tell you, our couple that Michelle brought along for us to discuss got together in the golden year of 2022. Oh my God. Okay, this is recent. Okay, Were we good. ever so young? Can you imagine? Just just, just away the old memories. <laughs> if you can remember what you were doing in 2022. So hopefully some memory clues to help you remind you what was going on so long ago. Russia invades Ukraine. Ooh. Chat GBT is launched. And Will Smith has the night of his life at the Oscars. Of course. <laughs> but that's not all that was happening. Because when this jam caught the eye what? of this musical genius. Yeah, I have it, never heard that word. <laughs> it, made the, it made the press want to touch the sky. When this Jam, when this okay, you've completely lost me with jam, so we're just gonna ignore that as a clue. Even the guest doesn't know what that means, so we're just gonna go past that. When this touch the sky, I know that, but I can't place who that is. Okay, I'll give you a clue. When this jam, (laughs) I can't take it. I can't take it. (laughs) What is the accent? I just don't know what you're doing. Okay, I'm gonna try it again. Okay, when this. Uncut Jam. Oh my God, Julia Fox oh. and Kanye West. Jesus, that oh was. Oh my God, are you kidding? <laughs> Uncut was... Jams. It's Jams. It's Jams. It's Jams. It was Josh Safdie's music. Uncut no, Jams. No, it's Jams. It's Uncut, Uncut Jams. It's Jams. It's Jams. That that was a swig and a miss. Clear Michelle, miss. I know we've um I know we've only just met, but I have to say thank you so much because I've been praying for someone to choose this couple. Okay. And, I, and I had no idea that it would lead to hearing hearing Grania say Jams. Jams. I was like, I guess it's a French word. That's Maybe. what I thought. I thought. Yeah. Jam. Oh god. Okay. That was amazing. Jam. Okay. I just want that to be the clip from this episode that we show. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yes, Julia Fox and Kanye. I am activated. I am ready. I can do this one. Let's. And this is this is great. Great choice. Great choice. Wonderful choice. Oh my god, I love her. Um, okay, so we will get into the weeds, but before we do, what is it about this couple, Michelle, that you find so fascinating? I want to be clear that what I find fascinating about this couple is simply Julia Fox. Yes, thank I, you. I love this woman. Same. I can't stop thinking about this woman. Mm-hmm. Every day I wake up, I go, Julia Fox. I just, <laughs> she is so incredible. And I mean, their entire relationship is like so tumultuous and so weird. I actually thought about doing Kim and Kanye. Mm-hmm. And then I was like. I'd like to do Kim. I, I'm not a big fan of Kim, but I'd love to do them as a relationship. Do you know, I am a big fan of Kim. Okay. I've just recently said, because I had to play Kim Kardashian in this sketch show and I had to watch all the Kardashians for like to try and get the voice. It's the best television I've ever seen. There's an episode of that television program where two of them, Chloe and Kim have never had beer. And one of them's like, do you want a beer? And they're like, oh, what's, what is this? Like, sorry. And don't you need like a lemon in it? Oh, I know you can. So you drink it? Like it's madness anyway that's i digress but julia fox is what i is what i find interesting about this and just the mm. way that she did not bend to him mm-hmm. yeah she not to mention the articles not. that she wrote about it the mm-hmm. 
the the calendar. Oh my god, there's so much. They're referring to him as the artist in the book. Oh my the god, the artist. Do you know I used to do this when I was little because I am such a romantic. Every person I'd ever been with. I kept a um a diary. I'm saying little, like I was nine. But when I was like 20, I had written like every person I'd ever been romantically interested in. Mm-hmm. I was like the poet, the philosopher, the, <laughs> the guitarist. That's so good. It's awful. It's so Your bad. mind would have just been the guitarist, the next guitarist, the next, the bassist. The <laughs> been, my 20s I, were a lot of guys in bands. <laughs> yes, me too. I've never been with anyone who couldn't play at least the guitar or the bass. Anyway, I love you her know- and her book. You know who has never, I think, experienced what you're both talking about? Shame, embarrassment. Hey, Julia I'm not Fox. shame, just saying, but Julia Fox. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I like her so much. She just has yeah. zero shame. Yeah. Um, so before we go any further, I can already sense the tension in the room. And I'm just going to address it. You're all thinking, yes, groggy, this is all fine and good. But what about their star signs? Well, Julia Fox, February 2nd. She is an Aquarius queen. Yes. Okay. Aquarius season. Perfect. Aquarius. Kanye, June 8th, Gemini. Okay. Oh, Gemini. Okay. Okay. So, Michelle, just based on their astrological signs, mm. uh, what chance did this match ever have of working out? Oh, 30%. 30%. Okay. Okay. Gemini and Aquarius. I don't really know any. Aquarius is an air sign. I always think it's water sign, but it's not. It's an air sign. And that's all I know about that. And they're <laughs> very nice people because my brother is one and my boyfriend is one. So I'm going to say, and my mom's a Gemini. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say 78% because they're both nice signs. Okay, interesting. <laughs> well, I can tell you, according to the the, the planets that govern us all, Gemini, mm-hmm. Kanye, needs a partner who doesn't bore them or make them feel inhibited. Oh. There is no better match for them than the fabulous Aquarius. Julia. Mm-hmm. However, they could find themselves in a relationship that doesn't have enough emotion and compassion. And this is certain to surface as soon as the first disturbing thing happens in the life of one of these partners. Chances Ooh. of working out 85%. Wow. I should have done it. It was meant to be. But that was that was one of the most accurate breakdowns of like the reality of this relationship. That really yeah, does crazy. sound like both of them. Listen. This is becoming less of a podcast and more like a real-time <laughs> investigation into whether astrological charts are real. I think I, I think the evidence is saying that they are. <laughs> okay, so let's have a quick look at their emotional CV before they meet up. So Kanye, I mean, we won't get into it, uh, but he dated the model Amber Rose from 2008 to... Which he never got over and explains all his behaviour with women afterwards. <laughs> that's what ruined him. Amber Rose, that's my, I will say this till I die. Amber Rose dumping Kanye is why we are where we are now. Just wow. saying. So he went out with her. They had a bit of a messy split. Then he started dating Kim Kardashian in 2012. And they split up after eight years of marriage. And let's leave Kanye there reeling from the split with Kim and find out about this Julia Fox lady. Mm. Well, Julia, if you've have either of you read her memoir down the drain? I'm dying yes. to read it. I'm dying yes. to read it. You are in for an absolute treat. It's the I best know, book I've I can't ever read. Wait. I'm saving it for a holiday I'm going on. In, I, just, I cannot wait to read it. I cannot wait. Oh, great. You'll love it. 
Did you love it? I, I, it's not a very Grainne book. I can't imagine it was your... I don't think Julie Fox is a very Grainne gal. Grainne just finished the Barbara Streisand biography <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very different vibe. But so. do you know, I think she's like one of the last showgirls, one of the last authentic Definitely. showgirls who's just like, I'm just fucking doing it. I think she's she's very much in that league. I found her. So reading the book... There is there used to be a program here on Channel Four called Faking It, where it was like you had to do like the exact opposite career of what you. So if you're accountant, you had to, you know, try and pass yourself off as like a wrestler or something. And yeah. I think my faking it would just be spending like one night out with Julia Fox. <laughs> and it would God, be. It would be good luck to her. I really liked her, but I found it the most stressful. I wish her well my god but every bit of it every chapter involved her like getting to a row in like a cool hipster nightclub and then like leaving (laughs) with somebody else and from what I've heard she has a lot of very intense female friendships that all seem to have some kind of tragedy at the base of them or end in a tragedy and she's like obsessed yeah. with them and every female friend is her new soulmate and then the next one there does seem to be a lot of she's not a very sort of like casual gal <laughs> from what I can gather no. she goes in she goes in hard when she's into people yeah she goes a hundred with everything yeah. which I fucking love yeah her first relationship was with a drug dealer. She was 16. He was in his early 20s. He briefly kidnaps her and takes her to live with his mother for several months until the police force him to turn himself in. So she has a history of intense, unhealthy relationships with men. She, as she meets Kanye, she's just come out of a relationship with the father of her son, Valentino, mm-hmm. that is so toxic, she has to post on Instagram about what a crappy dad he is. Her friend has just died from an overdose and yep. the pandemic has just stalled her acting career. So this is where we'll leave Julia. Yeah. It looks like things are it just like after finally of years of years of hustling. And I said, I don't, Michelle, I don't, this is a bit of a tangent, but I say years and years of hustling. It just feels like in the book, it's like I took a picture and somebody was like, this is amazing. Let's turn it into an art gallery. So then I walked down the street and somebody said, oh my God, you're stunning. Be in my film. So I use the word <laughs> hustling, you know, in the loosest sense of the word hustling. <laughs> she did seem to be she did seem to be trying her hand at a lot of things, but always somehow being very successful first try. Yeah, she's like an it girl. Like very she much came an it from girl. no money, which I think is important. She was like yeah. she grew up very poor. She had absolutely nothing and she went, What I do have is this face. Yeah. I am gonna sell it. And I'm gonna wear interesting I'm gonna make people look at me and I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. And she did that. That is true. That is true. She is one of the last eight girls. It's true. Yeah. And Um, uncut jams. Uncut jams, not jams. Jams. Uncut jams. That's by Stephen Fry. Uncut jams. So, Julia gets a text from an old friend asking, can they pass on her number to Kanye? So, Kanye was the favourite artist of a friend who has just died. So she's very right. vulnerable. Okay. She, and then suddenly Kanye West, who her poor friend who's just passed away, loved, suddenly he has appeared in her life. Uh, so she says, sure, give him my number. Kanye texts her back quickly. Then they start talking on the phone for hours. Although Julia says he talks, she listens. That but sounds right. 
When he does listen to her, he says she's really smart and loves her ideas. And Julia says okay. it feels like he's breathing new life into her. Okay. So God love her after all <laughs> she's been through. And then this is just a guy showing her some attention. And then she also says, because around this period, this he's in the press being a bit mean about Kim Kardashian. It's a lot of drama, his ex-wife. It's during Kim and Pete. I think it's important to remember this is right at the height of Kim and Pete when he was calling Pete Ski. It's a very, we all remember that. It was a big time. It's a great time to be alive. Oh, incredible time. I loved it. It gave me new life. This whole whole scenario gave me life. Yeah. Oh, traits. Traits for days. Mm. So uh, Julia says, I was like, oh my God. Maybe I can get him off Kim's case because I can distract him, like just get him to like me. I knew if anyone can do it, it's me. When I set my mind to something, I do it. I love it when people say that. Same. It's so funny. It's such a funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? There has to be something that you wanted to do that you didn't do like there's probably tons that you yes. to do and didn't do and also like julia's isn't your entire book about you finding yourself in very bad situations yeah so did it, why didn't you set your mind to not being in a bad situation yeah <laughs> maybe girl set your mind to getting clean like yeah exactly girl it's so great though they'd be like oh i could protect kim kardashian yeah exactly she needs me i love she, that she just put a cup of coffee down and thought no it's time I can feel this. <laughs> <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So he invites her to Miami for New Year's, but she yes. says no because she has plans with her family. She can tell he doesn't like that answer. So she says she'll only come if he invites the people she has New Year's plans with too. So he charters a jet to take her and all her friends to Miami the next day. Mm. So she's heading down to Miami with her friends on the jet. They get to the hotel room in Miami and Kanye's people have left designer clothes laid out Mm -hmm. for her to wear to the party. However, she notices they're basically different versions of the exact same outfit. Yeah. Not a lot of choice. So they get to the party late and bouncers almost don't let her in. Then she sees him for the first time. Kanye leaning against the railing of the mezzanine. Oh, okay. So just imagine, you know, heads bopping. Maybe he's got like a bottle of Sol in his hand leaning. (laughs) But that's the thing. It's like, this is how they meet. Like he's... Put her on a plane. He's never seen her face to face. That's mental. It is. I feel like it's very kind of 
there's something about their whole relationship that I'm like, we're only getting a sort of a quarter of the story. Like just, oh, a friend texts me and Kanye wanted to meet me. What? Wait, back up. Who's the friend? How does the friend know Kanye? How how did Kanye know who you were? Why did he ask so many questions? (laughs) Like, Michelle, if I just said to you, oh yeah, my friend texted me last night and said that Taylor Swift wants to meet me tomorrow, so I'm going to go see her. Wouldn't you be like, what? (laughs) I can stop the conversation. call the police. You're being trafficked. Like, there's no Particularly if you're Julia Fox and you have kind of almost been trafficked. Like, I'd be a bit more worried. I'd be like, it's happening again, baby girl. Seriously. So, this is how she describes the scene. Our eyes lock and a jolt of electricity runs through me. The crowds part before me, clearing the path straight to him. Without saying a word, the artist... That's how she refers to Kanye. Extends his hand, his hand and pulls me close. Our bodies press against each other as we move to the beat of the music. I can Why feel the heat. Why doesn't he say hi? <laughs> they just say met. Hi. <laughs> you just, hello. Hiya. I'm Julia. Hi. I'm Kanye. Nice to meet Should you. Should I call you? Is it Yay Happy or New Kanye? Year. I forget. <laughs> Happy New Year, what are your New Year's resolutions? Yes. (laughs) Did you have a good Christmas? What's your intention for 2023? Highlights, lowlights, let's go. Should we do a tarot? Like, come on. Their bodies are together. Okay, they're in. Okay. He holds me tight, his hand scanning the folds of my body. My lips. My lips pressed gently to his neck. I know this is the beginning of something truly special. I mean, it was. She's not wrong there. She's not wrong. She's right. She's not wrong. She knows how to write a story. She says it was too late for them to talk properly. So then he, they, two of them sort of exit through a back door. He starts pissing against a wall and Julia immediately starts yelling that people better not start Better not try to take his picture. And this seems to really impress him because he suddenly starts kissing her passionately and says, you make me feel like my high school girlfriend. Did he stop oh. pissing before Did he, he stop pissing? In my mind, the dick is out. In my mind, the dick is out and it's dripping. Same. <laughs> Same. This is it, so gross. It's just like a dribbling, flaccid dick and he is kissing her. <laughs> and both of his hands are on her body and one of them is just on his raw dick. This is disgusting. Yuck, yuck. Run, Julia, run. It's happening oh. again. So then they head to a different party, which, according to what I've read, was probably at P. Diddy's house, reading between the lines. Oh, yes. Uh, Knowing what we know now, again, Julia, run. (laughs) God. So Julia is having, is there with her friends. She's having a great time. She says she's twerking. She's doing the splits. And then for the first time, we as readers and Julia in real life meets Uh the villain of the story. Dun, 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 dun. Kanye's evil friend. (sighs) So they're never named. He's just kind of like an annoying, mischievous character who pops up and makes life difficult for Julia. It sounds like a Disney Shakespearean. Yeah. A true Iago of the piece. So he goes up to Julia. She's having the time of her life. She's twerking. She's doing the spritz. He taps her on the shoulder (laughs) and says to her, you're doing entirely way too much. You need to chill out. Oh. I mean, to be honest, I imagine Julia Fox at a party would be being doing too much, but that's why you have Julia Fox at a party. Yes, I mean, yeah, she's also, twerking and doing the splits nonstop. That is too much, but fuck it, that's what you do. It's New Year's Eve, pal. Jeez. And, and if you're at like P Diddy's house, can you imagine a man walking up to you and saying you're doing too much? You're doing I too much. Would end the life of the man. 
Honestly, so I'm like, um, Kanye just flew me here in a private jet. I saw him piss in a wall and now I'm at Pete Diddy's house. This whole night is too much. What the, yes. who the fuck are you? Shut up. So it's Honestly. then she realizes that the most of the other women in the room are gorgeous, uh-huh. but don't really speak. Right, they just stand there docile and she's yes. the wild one. Got she's it. the wild one. She's not having any of it. So she looks around, she can't find Kanye, so she heads back to the hotel. So the next morning she wakes up, she's had okay. dozens of missed calls and texts from Kanye. She goes to his hotel room in sweatpants. Classic, okay. And, and he's getting massage and she sits down and chats to him while he's getting the massage. And Don't he like compliments it. her on her lipstick. Okay. So this, do you want to hear how her and Kanye spend the rest of the day? They're together for the first time. It's Miami. What do they do? He takes her shopping to buy her clothes. What do do you think, Michelle? In my brain, I'm like, I don't know. I guess they, they, they got, there's electricity. Like they're getting into bed. They're having sex. I thought well, they famously never did have sex. So Was that a thing? Well, according to Julia, they spent the day playing Uno and a game that Kanye invented that involves <laughs> highlighting positive words in the dictionary. Oh my oh god, my shut up. fucking god. Shut the thing oh is, I my. believe it. I actually believe it. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a game of Uno. Like, if you're on a plane and you whack out a pack of Uno, I'm there. I'm here for you. But my first day... And then he invented a game of highlighting positive words. Do you want to play a game I've invented? It's that you go through like the game. dictionary. And- that sounds like a game he played with North, like his child, you know, as a nice fun game. Hey, let's look at positive. That is a, that's a child game. Yeah. To play that with Julia Fox, who was just doing splits and twerking the night before. No, zero, zero, zero points. Uh-uh. No point. So then they go for dinner that night and controversially, she decides to choose her own clothes. Oh, Julia. Mm. She's She's a modern day Calamity Jane, this girl. (laughs) (laughs) She's not like other girls. She's different. (laughs) So at the restaurant, he spends an hour tweaking their table, adding more candles and moving it sort of around. An hour? He spends, yeah. (laughs) That didn't happen. It felt like, either way, it felt like an hour, which is what really matters here. So it oh. kind of doesn't matter how long it actually took. An hour. That's Michelle, so would you, awful. How long would it take you? I'm thinking, because 10 minutes of doing that would feel like an hour. And I think after 10 minutes, I'd be like, listen, I think something's got, I think you're having this, you're having, <laughs> something's happening here. You're, you're triggered by this table. Yeah. Maybe, let's, let's, let's take a rain check. I'll see you later. How long would you last? I think you get if you moved it once i think if you were like oh like i just want to move this slightly to the left or something if you, yeah. you have one move you have one move and even then i'd be like okay I'd be like, this is yeah. weird yeah I would judge I'd be like, oh no it's it's fine but the second you do a second move you know i'm what? like right. we have to go i'd just be like i have to leave i have to exit well when they finally do have the table in the right setting they start their <laughs> meal and a photographer is circling them constantly taking pictures. <laughs> it's just bonkers. And while, so and while this is happening, Kanye says to Julia, will you be my girlfriend? It's crazy. Oh, I love it. I love every single second of it. 
So Julia says, well, maybe we should get to know each other first. Just an idea. But she gets sense that he's not really listening to her. Then he says he wants to appoint a team to work on her wardrobe. Of course, yeah. He Remember, loves dressing up a girl. Yeah. This is his first date with her. And Julia immediately remembers the episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians mm-hmm. where he did the exact same thing to Kim. Oh. But then she shows him some pictures of her friends. You know, she's a fashion. She's a fashion New York girl. She's like, look at my two friends. They're stylists. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. So uh, Kanye was like, oh yeah, brilliant. I will hire your friends. Fantastic. So then they go back to his hotel room. They watch a film in bed where he falls asleep. And then as soon as he falls asleep, she goes into her hotel room and tells her friends... I've got you two jobs for Kanye West. She's hustling. I gotta say, she's I just thinking. She's just, she's she's three steps ahead. Just thinking, I'm getting my friends' jobs. Yeah, I got she's a free there for dinner. The girls. It's she's so there. nice. She's, she's like because so many lot. people would be like, oh, you know, I'll see, but like I might want to hang out with Kanye. But she's like, okay, I'm getting on this train, and you are all coming with me. I love. And that now I've got her. you jobs. I've got you jobs. You're on the flight. Everything. Yeah, I love it. So then the next day, photographs from that dinner were leaked to the press. I remember them. They were great. <laughs> and she's Amazing like, photographs. how? Like that 100, it could only have been from Kanye's team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they head back to New York. Kanye takes her to see the slave play, mm-hmm. which is, so it's this really traumatic, intense play about like the legacy of slavery on interracial relationships. You know how mm-hmm. I know that? The night my husband proposed to me in New York. We had tickets to go see it and I insisted we went. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. I am a romantic. <laughs> um, so guess who's at the play? Grania Maguire. <laughs> me and Mel Shah, stony face staring at the play. I'm going, this is culture. Well, not just me and Mel, the annoying friend. The oh, annoying the friend. annoying friend. He's back. The villain. The annoying guy. friend is back. And Juliet notices he's on his phone the whole whole time. Uh, so okay. she gets really annoyed. Then During she the play. Mo- <gasps> drive me mental. But then somebody oh else God. must be on her phone because Juliet gets a text from her friend who is remembered, now her stylist, mm-hmm. which says, just come to the bathroom. Oh. So then she goes into the bathroom in the theatre And Uh her friend is waiting for her with a mountain of clothes that Kanye has told her to bring. Oh my God. And so she restyles Julia's outfit and Julia comes back from the toilet in a completely different outfit. Okay. That's so so fucked up. It is. It's really psychotic. During the play. During a a really serious play. about slavery. And as a white girl, she has to leave to go to the bathroom and change. (laughs) This is not good optics. He's fucking with her like a... Yeah, what's happening here? Jeez. I think he might be fucking with her. I think the whole relationship was him fucking with her and her kind of taking advantage of that too. Yeah. They're both fucking with each other, which is what I love about this. Anyways, yeah, 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 on. that's true. That's They're true. both in control. They're both kind of powering here. So um, they head back to his hotel room and he's been teasing her for ages that he's got a big surprise for her back there. So they mm-hmm. go in, they open up the door and waiting for it is the new Diesel Collection. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's 2022, not, not 1992, but okay. <laughs> That's really, really good. Diesel. The new I mean, what's diesel. next? D squared? Oh my God. Is there some uh, billabong shorts back there? Fucking oh, you guys hell. have billabong? I thought that was Australian. 
Wow. Oh, it is Australia, but it made it, it made some big waves oh, here okay. um, in nice. the in the early in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, nice. It was, it was a big deal. Yeah. Do you have the word Billabong? That that's an indigenous word, right? That's no, it is. Yeah, but it's purely the brand. Yeah, like, wow. We had Billabong and Quicksilver. They were they were like. The oh, brands. they both made it. Oh, good. They for both made girls. it. Oh, great. And <laughs> um, so Julia's doing her little fashion show for for uh, Kanye, and while she's putting on an outfit really casually remember she's just had a kid she goes oh no i can't wear this top i can't wear it without a bra and kanye says oh don't worry i can get you a boob job if you want mm. i mean he's you have to remember who he's just been married to you know this is the kind of thing and what happened to his mother this is you know, offering a woman cosmetic surgery is just by the by you know that's like saying i buy i'll buy you a diamond ring it's just it's this is yeah I'm, that's, I'm not surprised yeah, I know a doctor who can pick those up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Around this time, she's suddenly like an overnight sensation and the the paparazzi are following her everywhere. Mm-hmm. So Kanye organizes um, an interview for her in oh. Interview a Magazine to talk Iconic. about the night that she met Kanye. So did you re- read that interview, well, Michelle? Well, well, I did well, not. Well, so she gives an interview saying what happened and then Kanye reads it and is like, no, we can't use that. We can't mm-hmm. use that. So he, well, his team rewrites it. Julia later finds out, guess who's the person that rewrote it? The annoying the friend. friend. The, the annoying friend. And she Rat. reads it and she is mortified. She's like, there is no way in the world I am releasing this as something that I have said. This is the most cheesy, embarrassing thing in my life. It really was. So it now really was. there's like Ugh. a three-way conversation on the phone with her and Kenya and his team Ugh. to discuss the changes to this this piece. So can I just also interrupt you, Grania? They've been together like what a week? There's <laughs> so much happening. It's That's been like crazy. seven days. I mean, she hasn't even had a full menstrual cycle in this month. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is the interview. Oh. Interview in inverted commas that apparently was written by Julia Fox, but we know was ghostwritten by Kanye and his annoying friend. So this is what appeared in print. I met Ye in Miami on New Year's Eve and it was an instant connection. His energy is so fun to be around. He had me and my friends laughing, dancing and smiling all night. We decided to keep the energy going and fly back to New York City to see Slave Play. Ye's flight landed at Keep six the energy and the going! Seven, and he was out there on time. Capitals. I know. I was impressed. After the play, we chose to do dinner at Carbon, which is one of my favourite restaurants. Of course. Obviously. Of course. At the restaurant, ye directed an entire photo shoot for me while people dined, exclamation mark. The mm. whole restaurant loved it and cheered us on while it was happening. After oh, dinner, yuck. ye had a surprise for me. I mean, I'm still in shock. Ye had an entire hotel suite full of clothes. It was every girl's dream come true. It felt uh, like a real Cinderella moment. I don't know how he did it or how he got all of it there in time, but I was so surprised. Like, who does things like that on a second date? 
or any date exclamation mark everything with us has been so organic I don't know where things are headed but if this is any indication of the future I'm loving the ride oh Oh. I remember it like it was yesterday it was the most it was just incredible it was like it was like how a 13 year old would imagine that a first date with someone they fancy at school would be like you know like you know if a 13 year old pretends they've gone on the date like yeah and then he got me like flowers and then we went to the movies (laughs) and then he kissed me like under the moon it's all like you you never went on a date that's what it sounds like like it's written by his grown adult man friend yuck my favorite part is the part about being on time (laughs) on time that Kanye himself knows how bad he is at that but he has to make a big deal out of it he was on time isn't that amazing So, Michelle, Kanye has kind of beaten us to the punch when it comes to imagining a night out with Mm -hmm. Kanye and (laughs) Julia. But um, what we like to do is, can you, well, imagine, imagine if we could get a phone call from 2022. I know it sounds crazy to so long ago, whatever (laughs) technology they had in those days. But uh, whatever it looked like, imagine it ringing and it's, it's Julia and she's like, Michelle, hun, I'm in town. Me and uh, me and Kanye were just like in. God, I was about to say in London, but Michelle, Michelle's in. Bloody I live Australia. in Melbourne. Okay, we're, in, Melbourne. we're okay. We're in Melbourne for the night, and we're just we're vibing. And you seem like a real cool person. And Kanye, I know he'd love to connect with you. He's he hears you, you're doing a lot of cool stuff at the moment. What do you imagine a night with Julia and Kanye being like? Okay, we have this this place in Melbourne called Revolver which is affectionately called Revs and it famously never closes and some people in there you it's unclear if they're dead often there are like bodies carried out of this place I feel like it would end at at Revs at Revolver it sounds like a Julia Fox place yeah I feel like that's where we're ending I think we're beginning at the National Gallery of Victoria they have like these like nights like where you can there's DJs and food and you can be in the gallery at night and it's very sexy and cool and fun and I feel like that's where we go first and then we end up at Revs um and then there's some really good like late night restaurants that we go to after what do you imagine if we the all dynamic survive. between between Julia and Kanye is on the day sorry Julia and yay and yay Julia and Ye, I imagine them having a fight in the Great Hall at NGV. Yes. And they're they're having a fight, but it's also kind of a dance. And they're sort of yes. dance fighting, like in West Side Story. And yep, then yep. I'm there and I'm like, guys, come on, guys, come on. And the weird friend is there. And then I, I physically fight the weird friend. I physically fight mm. them in self-defense. Then the cops come, they take the weird friend. And then we go, we go to the bar where like dancing, Kanye buys everyone, like, I don't know, one of those shots that like goes on fire. And then yeah. everyone does shots and everyone's like, Kanye, Kanye. And then like maybe a weird Melbourne ex. Actually, because he dates someone Australian now. Mm. Yeah, he does. That's right. For Shadow. So this is when he meets her. Yeah, I've got friends who went to school with her. Isn't that mad? Really? Yes. And they're like, what the That's fuck? Nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh I, I just think it would be like full of shots and things and, and like extravagant displays of wealth and big fights, big cool fights. Yeah. I feel like she would ask you a lot of questions. You'd be like, so what's it like here in Melbourne? Like, where do you yeah. go? Yeah. yeah. There'd be a lot of that. And she'd be kind of really interested in you. Like, I really love the art theme here. This is so good. Yeah. But then like she would kind of be sort of trying to make you find yay fascinating. 
And I think you would just find him really irritated. And she's like, yeah, but he's an artist. This is how he expresses himself. And you're like, no, I think he's a dick, Julia. Yeah. It could be a yeah. lot of you trying to like, get her away. Yeah. She'd be like, he's doing a whole thing about masculinity where he's sort of yeah. like he's yeah. coming off as like controlling, but that's kind of the art. And I'd be like, I don't art. think it is. I yeah. think it's the thing that you, you're seeing. That's the yeah. thing that it is. There's no subtext. It's just text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You've read the whole book. This is it. Yeah. Well, back in her relationship with with Kanye, things are getting stressful for her. She flies to LA to film a project, but she's dropped because the the company she's supposed to be working with is closely mm-hmm. affiliated with the Kardashians. And yeah. so she has free time. She takes Kanye to a dinner she had planned with Madonna. She's very clear on this. She was meeting Madonna. She made that point at the time as well. I was always aware that was her and Madonna. I remember those pictures as well. It was amazing. Do you remember those pictures, Michelle? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was important. Oh, it was such a great time. She gave us so much, guys. Honestly, and she's still giving. Oh, she's giving more now than ever. Where yeah. were we with? Oh my God, I don't remember life. There's life BJ and <laughs> AJ, and I prefer AJ. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so he throws a party in her honor with friends and family, including Dave Chappelle and Naomi Campbell. She's mm-hmm. a great night. Then he promises he's going to get her a million dollar deal with an unnamed Italian denim company. They go to Paris Fashion Week. They're going to loads of parties. But uh, Julia's saying like they couldn't keep their eyes off each other. But then suddenly he starts acting weird. He says he doesn't like her friends uh, uh, traveling in the same car as them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Suddenly he starts acting weird. What the fuck has the previous (laughs) month been, Julia? That's that's been from the very start. There's nothing new here. So she has a huge big row with them. There's this big after party. They row, row, row constantly. Then they go back to New York and and Julia is told by Kanye's assistant that he's taking a month-long phone break. Okay. So they'd be going out a week and a half at this stage. A month-long phone break. Then it's her birthday. She's throwing a big party. He refuses to join her. So she has to head to his hotel on the other side of New Mm. York. When she gets there, she's to change into outfits pre-approved by him. He arrives and his annoying friend is with him. Oh my God, this friend. I hate this friend. The friend is back. They've brought five Birkin bags with him as presents for Julia and her friends. But Julia's heart sinks because in her gut, she kind of knows this is a goodbye present this isn't a birthday yeah. present but it's a hell of a fucking goodbye present babe yeah, like you could buy a flat with that yeah. literally you could buy a house so they go to the party and he makes her and her friends recreate the moment of being given the present several times for his camera crew imagine Very being her funny. friend Michelle just like imagine being her friend being like I'm getting the free Birkin <laughs> so by the time her cake arrives he's outside talking to his friends he's not there <laughs> Then the annoying friend goes up to her and tells her that Kanye wants to go to another party, so she has to go. Oh, it's her birthday! So she has to leave her own birthday party to go to a club with Kanye. They sit in the car on the way to that other party (gasps) in silence. Of course. And then when he gets to the club, he ignores her. Of course, of course he does. Of course he does. And you know, it was shit music and shit people. She just sat there bored all night long with her Birkin. Awful. So the, bored the with a ne- bur- Birkin. Bored, bored with, with a Birkin. Birkin. 
We've all been there, haven't we? Who amongst us? (laughs) (laughs) So the, the next day she texts him saying... She's not having fun in the relationship anymore. <laughs> she, was she ever? When? I know. What was the name one positive part of his whole story so far? Ugh. He texts back, if you loved me, you would support me. Uh, first of all, I thought you were on a phone break, so that didn't yeah. last long. <laughs> all right, Selena Gomez. And secondly, that's not supportive. Jesus. It's crazy. He's the worst. He's the worst. Weaponizing therapy speak already as well. And especially they should support me. Like mm. they've only been going, like literally. Literally. They have not yet seen a full lunar cycle together. I know. It's if just, you loved it's me. Nuts. If you, you loved me. me and then Support what? <laughs> what does he mean? I know. Mean? <laughs> going to a party. Like yeah, what do you it? want from us? What is it that you could possibly want? He's not in his right mind. He wasn't in his right mind at the time. So no. she texted him back, who's going to support me though? So then he rings her up and says that his ex-wife has told him that Julia is a drug addict. I hate that. I, I hate that. that. Don't do no. that, Kimberly. Well, we don't even know if Kimberly actually did that, although I can yeah. see her doing it. But you don't know if that's him being an asshole or Kim being an asshole. Yeah, Both I mean, being assholes. I don't know. I can see Kim being like, I don't want the kids around her. I can she see that was, as well. You know, because she, to be fair, is a drug addict. And yeah. she seems quite chaotic. But she was a mother herself. So, yeah. but whatever. I can see, Kim, that's not Kim. Kim's like, I don't give a fuck who's a mother. They're my kids. Yeah. I don't want my kids around some random girl you've barely known for a week, much less with a drug addict. So, yeah, that's whatever. true. I get it. Yeah. But I think she was, Julie was very upset. Part of the reason is she's never hid, you know, her struggles with addiction. Mm. So for him to suddenly be like, oh, hang on a sec. Yeah. She, yeah. Found, she found it very This cool. is less about Kim saying that, more about him suddenly that's a problem to him yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So then she, Julia's really upset. She hangs up. She texts her publicist. The relationship is done. The next people she texts is her friends to let them know, yep. oh, me and Kanye have broken up. And one of them texts her back saying, yeah, I know Kanye want, wants me to dress his new girlfriend. Oh my god. Oh my god. Her what friend. do you do in that situation? Oh my god. The money though. The start. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, Kanye. What a dick. What an absolute asshole. And, okay. yeah. and then she gets a random text from Kanye a few weeks later when he suddenly realizes guess what she never did? She's never, the signed, NDA. she's never signed an NDA. She never signed the NDA. He says, Nice work. I can't be friends with you if you don't sign. She replies, <laughs> I'll no live. I'll, yes, Julia. <laughs> and just like that, an entire generation of women and gays fell in love. <laughs> yes, incredible. So important. Michelle, at the end of this sorry tale, we've got a few, we've got, we've got some work to do. I mean, Kanye, he was so like creative. He seemed really inspired by her. She was this cool New York kid. Why couldn't they make it work? <laughs> because he's a narcissist. <laughs> yeah. And she's a queen. That, that, word is, that word is thrown around a lot, but I think in this case, it's very accurate. It feels real. Yeah, it feels genuine and real to call him that. Maybe there's a different diagnosis, but there is something going on for him. Yeah. Also, we have to acknowledge... 
I don't want to forgive this man for a lot of things, but I don't think he was in a position to be dark, started a relationship with anyone. No. He was so not over his ex in the slightest. I don't think he's still over Kim now. Yeah, I think, he just less, I don't think he's ever that... dealt with his mom's death properly. There's so much yeah. going on with this guy. I just don't think this is someone that he's just a walking red flag. So I just yeah. Like, yeah. I hate to put all the blame on him, but I'm going to put all the blame on him, whether it's his fault yeah. or not. He's yeah, the me reason too. Why this didn't work. People are always doing their best with what they have and what's happened to them, blah, 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 blah. But at the same uh-huh. time, he is, you know, he's, he's awful. awful for reasons, but he is awful. But he's, and he wasn't doing his best. He wasn't doing the work, as they say. He was doing no. nothing to make himself a better person. It's a shame. But, but, despite all that, I also praise him. Because without this relationship, I fear that she would have remained an indie actress and an it girl in New York. And she yeah. wouldn't be the international star that we, we have We might now. not have the so, book. And the book is so important. Exactly. Without him, she wouldn't have been where she is now. So we yeah. have to give him props for that. So He's like an absent father who gave him good <laughs> eyes. You know what I mean? Yes. You have to always yes. Thank him. That is true. <laughs> well, sadly, it didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out. But, you know, in every splish, there is a winner and there's a loser. There's a thriver and there's a survivor. So in the great splish between Kanye West and Julia Fox, Michelle. Who thrived and who simply survived? Who won I mean, the breakup? She clearly won the breakup. I mean, it's, it's so not a good clear. question. Yeah, yeah. It's disrespectful to even ask. <laughs> and can we discuss Michelle as well? That I think, am I right in saying that perhaps one of the reasons you would find what's happened to her since thriving is her transformation from someone that straight men find hot like Kanye to yeah. someone who's kind of anti-men in terms yeah. of nothing she does is to find to be attractive to men she's yeah. not just for gays and girls and she's, that's it she's an icon for yeah she's bleaching for, for, her eyebrows the girls, her makeup is ridiculous her clothes yeah. are nothing sexy about her anymore I still find her hot she's obviously hot but yeah. do you know what I mean yeah yeah I like, hope that, was an amazing that she thing to finds watch. a girlfriend that's my that's my hope mm. because she talks about sort of I mean she she's so romantic about her female friendships and i think mm. there's some stuff going i'm like could she just could she just be with a woman just for us yeah, yeah. definitely she never speaks about any of her male love affairs with any affection whatsoever there's That's a sort of funny, functionality to them all whereas yeah. the women are these magical creatures in her life like those are her soulmates that she's passionate her yes. passion is towards her friendships and the many that give her power or take it away, but the women are who enrich her life, which is wonderful. Except there's that one guy in her book, which she talk, who she talks about, but he's gay and he's like another soulmate that she has. Yeah. But I also think back to, back to these two as well. I think this was like the last straw in the, because this, this really was the nail in the coffin of yay being considered as a normal celebrity slash respectful artist anymore. Yeah. The whole thing with Pete and Kim was bad enough. We were already over it. Yeah. And then seeing this and then what's happened to him since he's just gone to that level of celebrity where it's just kind of this, he's kind of a, for lack of a better word, kind of a freak show scenario. It's yeah. given me similar vibes to Michael Jackson towards the end or, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, kind of this weird shame. celebrity that we all check in and go, oh, he's doing this. Now he's getting a blowjob on a boat. Okay. Yeah. And it's just, kind of, you know what I mean? It's just kind of, and I think she was the, this was the last gasp 
and us finding it kind of fun. And now it's all a bit like, oh, yeah. So he really did not just not thrive. This really was the end of it for him. I, I can't yeah. see a mainstream comeback in his future. It really no. was like a very dark version of A Star is Born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bear in mind, we're saying dark. If Star is born, he would die. (laughs) This is when he lives, but this is somehow darker. I mean, it's actually worse. Yeah, it is. I feel like he could come back if he like did a lot of work and then publicly spoke about like men's mental health and like you know the things that you go through and being a black man in the industry and like like I think there's a way that he comes out of this, but he has to do so much work and his therapist has to do a lot of. I agree with you. I think there is a way. I think underneath all that is a very 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 smart person but yeah. i just think it's so clouded by the narcissism yeah. by what he's been through by all i just don't think that will ever happen i don't see it ever happening yeah i just don't i think he's just he's 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 off the ranch he's off yeah. the reservation too far gone and she is a queen of all of our worlds yes amazing. she will never go well, away what's speaking. in her future i don't know but oh speaking of queens speaking of queens i actually think you could have an answer for this one, actually, because uh, there's another queen who is the patron saint of this podcast, Michelle. We ask all of our guests to help us because we believe that although she's had several men in her life, several people in her life, mm-hmm. we don't feel like she's ever been with someone who is truly worthy of her. So can mm-hmm. you, Michelle, put your thinking cap on and think of someone that could be with and love the one, the only Cher? Okay, I'm going to say Julia Fox. It has to be Julia Fox. I just just think it makes sense. They would love each other. They would get so much from each other and they would support each other. I think it's perfect. And they both have great voices to mimic. So it'd be really fun for impressionists to do do this. Yes, listen, I, you know, I'm an actor. I'm a sketch comedian. It would be for me a gift. It would just be... It would just be, stop saying it like that. It's uncut gems, Julia. Come on. It would just be be great. Oh, God. Well, listen, who thought we would end this podcast by this couple on such an upbeat note? Exactly. Exactly. Thank you so much, Michelle. That was epic. I could talk about her for hours, actually, to be honest. Where can our listeners find more of you, though, and see more of you? Um, You can find me on like Instagram at Michelle Brazier and all of the social media platforms. Um, I'm doing a tour of the UK and Ireland and also doing a show in New York and a show in LA. So you can get tickets to all of those in the link in my bio. I also just wrote a book. So there's a lot going on. What's the, what's the name of your show? The show uh, the show I'm doing in the UK and Ireland is called Reform. And it's like a return I did Edinburgh Fringe and sold it out. Oh, Ever amazing. Heard of it? And Michelle then... Uh, Brazier, look up Michelle Brazier at Reform. Yes. And then the US show is called Average Bear. That's the new show. That's the one I've seen more on your Instagram and everything. Average Bear. Good. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the book. The book. It's called My Brother's Ashes Are in a Sandwich Bag. And it's about like losing my brother and my dad to cancer and finding out that I might not have as much time uh, as the average bear, which is what average bear is about. But it's about like just like loving everything as if you were Julia Fox, really. It's like it's about female friendship and and, um, enjoying the time that you have. And it's also about grief, but it's funny. Fun. Michelle, I heard you mention New York in there, and I'm just thinking, when you're in New York, maybe you should be asking someone for Julia Fox's number. I am gonna. Time. I'm gonna find that girl. I mean, 
hunt down just, just if you see a pair of thigh high boots and a denim belt as a skirt you've spotted her you'll hear her squeaking She's... you'll hear the squeaking of the leather <laughs> plastic <laughs> rustling in the background Julia's in She's in. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you so Thank much you for Michelle. having me. It's very kind. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The, the way, way they were. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.